Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode we take a look at a movie that was released during This Week in History. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. We hope that you enjoy our show and we encourage you to participate here or other social media platforms in discussion about the episodes or what you hope to see in future episodes. So in case you didn't notice by the intro, I think it's pretty clear we're going to be doing a good movie this week. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the yeah. 1990 version, not the 2014, but no. you know, to be honest, the sequel to the 2014, was it Out of the Shadows? That was actually yeah. enjoyable. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that and one's I think, actually enjoyable. I think it's because I like these original ones the, so much. Uh-huh. This is when I grew up. So a little backstory here. This is our first requested movie. Yeah. It does not fall into 1998. No. This is 1990. Yeah, so it's 28 years old. Happy 28th. Happy 28th birthday. And, and it came out in March. March 30. So, yeah. So, happy 28th and three months birthday. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you to our listener, Bob, who submitted this for us. Yeah. Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga. Um, we appreciate it, and we, we love to do these kind of things for the people who actually do listen to us. Yes. Um, so if you also are somebody who wants to do something, us to do something, let us know. So this will be our first bonus episode. Uh-huh. Bonus. Bonus. Um, I watched this movie last night again, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah. As I said, this was one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um... I don't think it held up as well. <laughs> yeah, for me growing up, there was three things that was above everything else. Okay. At this time. It was G.I. Joe, Real Ghostbusters, and Turtles. Those were my three big things. Like a little bit later, because this is before Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things. But, the, yeah. you know, at this time, yeah, it was G.I. Joe cartoon, the Real Ghostbusters cartoon, and Turtles. And, and Turtles, yeah. So I loved it. I still remember, because my birthday is right before this came out. For my birthday party right afterwards, when I turned nine, mm-hmm. me and my parents and my sister and then like five of my friends, we went to the theater to see this movie. So that that's, you know, how much I loved it too. So I didn't watch it because I went back and watched Real Ghostbusters with my younger daughter. Ruined your And childhood. that was terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to keep. G.I. Joe is just as bad. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I did. It was a mistake. Yeah, so I want to keep the good qualities of it, so... So I watched this movie at Northgate. Mm-hmm, Northgate. Yeah, up to Next Adventure. It was on... Um, <laughs> next Adventure, yeah. <laughs> I think it was on Senior Night, uh-huh. when my grandparents had to go, because, uh, you know, the, the Senior Night Adventure. Yeah. You can go on Senior Day. Um, I but, still lived in Quincy at this time. Did you? So, okay. Yeah. So you didn't experience venture? And no, I knew I knew about venture when we moved here, but okay. I remember seeing um, Seven at that venture theater. Oh yeah, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that was not a great movie theater. It had no. like two screens, <laughs> and like you literally were stuck to the floor. Yeah, I yeah. think you were. That was that was not a great theater. But this mm-hmm. is where I saw this movie the first time. Um, <clears throat> I'm with you. I had I had very fond memories of this, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure I do anymore. Yeah. See, so. To our listener who did request this, fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. You ruined Steve. I'm okay because... Um, I still have my Ninja Turtle toys. Oh, I do too. I just don't have the Technodrome anymore. I, I, I wish oh, I had that still. That Technodrome was cool. Um, but I didn't watch this, but not that long ago, I watched Secret of the Ooze again. Uh, okay. Because... That's they, my favorite of them. It's worse. I'm oh, sure it's come worse on. because I did it because I listened to a podcast called How Did This Get How Made? Get and made? They, yeah did that one and oh, i'm like did. when i was listening to it I'm like i want to go back and watch this and then like yeah that was the one because this one is actually kind of violent for a kid's movie this one holds closer to the comic book yeah so they got rid of all of the oh, yeah. weapons in the second one they're beating people up with yo-yos and everything and and tennis rackets and mm-hmm. but what it, was what was the okay so i was thinking about this last night in the second one what was the pizza delivery guy's name Ki, oh Kinu or Ki, what Ki, the heck's yeah, his name Kino, Kino, Ki, I Kino, think. Ki something he's from surf ninjas too i know <laughs> 
I'm not sure his career ever really took off. No, he he, <laughs> he did like kids kung fu movies, and that was about it. Um, small so, small genre there. I liked I like Secret of the Ooze more than I like the original, but the original probably holds truer to the comic book. Mm-hmm. And I bet if you watch Secret of the Ooze, even though this one doesn't hold up, I'm sure you'd oh, say boy. this one's better. It's kind of like Spider Man Three when the first time you saw Spider Man Three, the like dance number was yeah. the worst part of that movie uh-huh. and then you watch it again you wait for the dance number because it's the only thing that's kind so of that keeps you in the movie yeah yeah kind of, that's the way secret of the oozes because you're like oh god they're about to start dancing with vanilla ice and now you're like come on vanilla ice <laughs> we gotta get to the ninja rap yeah um so this movie um let's just take a look at it for a minute so i actually went back to the box office it released march 30th 1990 huge hit too it actually was. Look at what it's up against that weekend. Yeah. That's some good movies. Yeah, it opened number one, yep. and it beat the second week of Pretty Woman. Yep. Um, Hunt for Red October's down there. Driving Miss Daisy. Poor Joe versus Volcano. <laughs> but look at this. Driving Miss Daisy is still number four in its 16th week at that well, time. Yeah. But look at what else it's up against at that time. Yeah. Hey, man, my left foot. House Party. Party. Is House Party Kid and Play? Yeah. That was Kid and Play. The only movie my dad turned off because I was into Kid and Play at the time we're watching it is like the most raunchy film and came out (laughs) when I was like nine. He's like, "Mm," click and just took out and he's like. Turned off the VCR. Yeah. I couldn't blame him for that one. But but the movie opened well. Yeah, it opened to 25 and that's 25 million at that time. Let's look what it is today. If it sold the same tickets today, that's that's about $55 million. Summer's movies now. No, but, but it held up a long time too. So it 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 was, and I think it was in the top five. Let's let's see what it is yearly. I'm sure it was in the top of the year. So the year it came out, Home Alone, Home Alone was yeah. number one, oh, of course. Ghost, Ghost, which was huge and things. And these are big movies too. It beat Hunt for Red October. Yeah, really good movies. Back to the Future Part Three. Um, Days of Thunder's in there. Three Men and a Little Lady. Two. two. Yep, not one, but two. Problem Child. Oh, there's Gremlins way down there, too. I watched it like a year and a half ago, and it's not that good. Hey, you know, that movie was good. Navy Seals. Mm-hmm. That was a... Uh, in it? Yeah. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I don't want to watch that again, because that probably didn't hold up either. <laughs> I don't think it was even good to my nine-year-old, but... Eh, probably not. Um, but yeah, so but... Um, it was a big hit. It was a spring blockbuster. Um, sold a lot of tickets. Sold a lot of toys and clothes and everything like that. And then, you know, a year later, we had... Secret of the Ooze, which was uh, just about as big a hit. I don't think it did as well because it's really bad, and the parents are like, I'm only seeing this once. Yeah. And then everything goes downhill because they make the one where they go back and become samurais. What was it? Turtles in Time? Turtles in Time. I didn't like that one. I don't think I ever made it through that one. I made it through it. It's not my favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, you can get all four, so these three and plus the newer Ninja Turtles movie. The on Michael a, Bay one or the like have to computer anime. I bet it's the computer animated. It's the computer animated one. But you can get all you can get four of those on Amazon right now for nine ninety nine. Yeah. It's not a bad buy. No, not a bad buy if you wanted to watch any of them. <laughs> so let's talk about this movie a little bit. Alright. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you a few things I remember. Okay, from let's, let's see how good you are. Back. Okay, so I remember it starts out with them like getting Domino's pizza. Close to that, or yeah. Or Pizza I mean, Hut. No, they have to get Domino's. So oh, here's okay, the thing. Domino's. It's in this in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There was the fight between Domino's and Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. Domino's won the right to be in the movie, uh-huh. but Pizza Hut won the right to have Ninja Turtles stuff in their store. Oh, okay, that's kind of weird. So if um, you get so that's why I have like Ninja Turtles cups upstairs for yeah, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. But Domino's was in the movie, and uh, like some things are coming back to me. Wasn't the Foot Clan in this? They weren't. Um, the like ninjas that they were in the right. cartoon, they were like kids, they right? They're like runaway became, kids. Yeah, they were kids who became. I don't know if you want to call them ninjas or not, because they were just kids who became punk fighters. Yeah, because yeah, they're they have like a pretty yeah. much like a house for wayward teenagers. Yeah. And I remember it starts out. Aren't, there's like a skate ramp inside, and they got video games, video games, video games, and, and pinball, every, pinball, yeah, and everything like that. And another thing I remember is Raphael is very angry in the movie. He's very angry. And something that blew my nine-year-old mind, he kept saying damn in the movie. Damn. Damn. He said damn a lot. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Stop cussing, man. He's he's edgy. (laughs) Raphael's edgy, man. Um, I remember that stuff. Yeah. Let's see. What else do I remember? Um... Casey Jones is played by, like, um, Elias Coates, yes. who's, like, a really well-known character actor that, you know, I was and looking at something, you know, I was looking at his IMDb when I was watching something else, I'm like, 
holy crap, he played Casey Jones back in the he day. He was Casey Jones, and he actually did a fairly good job mm-hmm. at it. Now, one of the scenes I remember I thought was really good. Again, I haven't seen this since I was probably in my early, early teens. Okay. The fight scene right before they go to the farm. I thought that was pretty good. It was in April O'Neil's antique store that her dad owned that she doesn't really run, but she runs because it was his. Yeah, isn't she supposed to be a news reporter? She is a news reporter. And uh, antique? But, the, but she lives above the antique store. Who runs the antique store when she She's does. Like... She only runs it like an hour a week or something. <laughs> if you want to get this nice <laughs> candelabra, you better meet your get your ass out of bed between Sunday at 8 and 9 a.m. I saw her antique store, and I don't think there's a nice thing in it. Mm-hmm. Period. So, all right. So then I remember because Raphael gets his butt kicked. Oh here, yeah, right? he gets his butt kicked. Yeah, and so they go to her farm. Uh, they go to Herschel's farm. Mm-hmm. Herschel's and farm for season two of The Walking Dead. <laughs> from, yeah, <laughs> it's probably the same set. It's probably the same set. And then I remember that Raphael's in a bathtub. Yes. For at least a half hour of the movie. Yes. And Leonardo's really upset because he doesn't leave the stool for half an hour. Of the yeah, movie. He, he's yeah. just there. And nothing really happens at the farm, and then... No. They, they have a vision after they get, like... Yeah. They drug themselves up. <laughs> they drug themselves up? <laughs> Not really, but it's what I would... It's what I would imagine it looks like if you Dude. had LSD. You sit yeah. around a fire, and this rat appears, talks to you. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> doesn't Splinter get kidnapped? Yes, yes Splinter gets kidnapped. Okay. That's why, they're, that's why they're at April O'Neil's house to begin with. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Okay. And then... The end, they, is this the one where Shredder gets knocked into the garbage Yeah, can? Casey Jones accidentally turns it on. Yeah. And then, I don't think he accidentally, because no, he he's like, Because he goes, oops, and he yeah. turns it on, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember, because like, Shred- Shredder comes back in the next one, and he always goes out really bad. This one, he went out so in the garbage truck. So how do you go out in, second two, in the second one? I can't remember. Okay, so in the second one, he comes back. Okay, yeah. And then he takes the ooze at the end and becomes super Shredder. Right, and, and he he's keeps like, knocking the pier down. Yeah, and he falls in like the pier and falls That's all it was? Yeah. And like, well, you would think the garbage can would be a lot worse. Yeah, the garbage truck. but like the turtles pretty much shrug their shoulders and leave. <laughs> They're like... Oh, okay. Like, they didn't fight him at all because after this first one where, like, Donatello's hitting people with his sticks and Michelangelo's hitting people with the nunchucks and, uh, you know, Raphael's stabbing people with his sides and everything like that. They're like, there will be no violence in Secret of the Ooze. So There wasn't much. No, it was all cartoonish. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they don't even fight Super Shredder at the end. He's just like, and knocks over a, like, So here's here's uh, my question about, about number two. And I know we're supposed to be talking about number one. And, and, and we'll get there. I promise we will. Mm-hmm. In number two, why did they bring Toka and Razor? Why didn't they have Rocksteady and Bebop? I can't remember the reason. There was actually some reason. I think they just didn't know what they're doing. That's why I like Out of the Shadows because uh, Bebop and Rocksteady's actually in it. That's good. Mm-hmm. They're they're like Shredder's henchmen. They do everything for him. Yeah, and that and, and like it's it, Out of the Shadows is actually good. Okay, it should have been it. what the first one was, but. The first one, they were worried about having the... I mean, they're still ugly turtles. They're still ugly in that. Yeah. Because whatever you say about the turtle design in this first movie with the costumes and the weird teeth, it looked like the turtles. It did. I will grant you that. This new version is just was just ugly. So, But the first new turtles, they didn't have much to do with the turtles. This is like Megan Fox's April O'Neil story. Right. At least that second one, that's like, okay, we'll give the turtles something to do. And it's actually decent. It's actually not bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk for a minute about this movie then. So, you've gone through what you remember. Yes. You're pretty close to accurate. It actually <laughs> starts out with April O'Neil um, doing a news report. Oh, okay. But she's not in her yellow in this, is she? No, she's not. And I really didn't like this April O'Neil. No. Um, and she did nothing after this either. No, she did not. But it seemed like, and I noticed this last night, I seem to remember this from when I was a kid and I, I, I purposely paid attention to it when I watched the movie again. Mm-hmm. In every scene, she's wearing a little bit less clothing. <laughs> I don't know why, but she uh, was. Okay. Um, so it starts out with her doing a news report about a crime wave that's going on around the city. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that her boss's son is involved in it. Because you see some kid with a wallet, and he's handing it off to somebody else, and he's oh, stealing yeah, stuff. I remember that. I now, remember this that kid part. reminds me of Sid, what Sid would be like from Toy Story uh-huh. if Sid grew up a little bit more. He was a garbage and man in the third Toy Story movie. Was he really? So yeah. He was? He's the garbage guy. If you see it, he's still wearing the He's still wearing that the skull, skull shirt. shirt. Yeah. Oh, I'll be darned. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this reminds me of what he would be like. As a matter of fact, on the back of his shirt, it says Sid. <laughs> but, so, um, she does her news report. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff's going on. And then she, she leaves. And 
Oh, doesn't she get mugged? She gets mugged out in the out in the alleyway. Okay, and the turtles come, right? And the turtles come. All right. See, I'm well, re- no. I'm remembering this because I yeah I haven't seen it in years, but when I did see it, I saw it a lot. So the turtles all show up, and as the turtles show up, the the lights go out because somebody I think Raph throws his side. Sigh at the, the light yeah. goes out and you hear all the fighting sounds, uh-huh. and, and then they're gone. But he doesn't get his side back. And she damn. And that's what, that's where he first says, "Damn." Uh huh. And you and that's the first time you just go, "Oh, this movie." Yeah, he's wow. edgy. Look at what they did to him. Um. So he does that. Uh, he's of course all brooding and pissed off mm-hmm. back at the lair, and he's like, "Oh, fine. I'm just gonna go out and get another one. I'll go out and get it back from him." Mm-hmm. So he puts on this the is my favorite coat. part: the, the trench coat, coat and the hat. Disguises this giant walking fucking turtle. <laughs> So and now, he goes to a movie. Yeah. And he sits in the movie theater. And he looks at the movies and he's watching them and, and nobody notices that this turtle is there. Mm-hmm. But he leaves there, gets into another fight with a mugger. And then he chases the mugger. He, he The muggers run away and they get jumped by Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. Casey Jones whoops them and is about to beat them down when Raph stops them. Mm-hmm. And then don't they have a fight? They fight. Yeah. Yeah. So... Push comes to shove. Everything happens there. Raph goes back downstairs, and he's all brooding and pissed off. Well, they um, April O'Neil keeps pushing and keeps pushing this story, and eventually uh, Shredder finds – or not, we don't know Shredder yet, but Tatsu. Mm-hmm. Tatsu's like Shredder's right-hand man. Finds out about it, and he's like, go take care of this. Mm-hmm. So the foot are going to go meet her in the subway. Well, Raphael finds them in the subway mm-hmm. and like whoops them up. And as he's whooping him up, uh, he goes. He saves her, and he runs back to his, um, back to his lair, right? Mm-hmm. And so as they get back to the lair, he doesn't realize the foot. One of the foot has followed him. Yeah. So they drop her in the lair, and Chief wakes up and freaks out because Splinter is standing over her. Mm-hmm. Now, why wouldn't you freak out with a rat standing on top of you, talking yeah. to you? Yeah. I would. I'd freak out without it talking to me, without it being six foot. If just a rat was on me, he's like, ugh. Uh, get it off. Um, but when he talks in a really kind of... You, you don't know where exactly? You just know he's no. some sort of Asian person? So then comes the first time Splinter tells his story, his mm-hmm. origin story. He tells it two or three times in this movie. And I think he tells it that many times because he's got um, space to fill in the movie. Mm-hmm. So he tells his origin story to April, and they all are like, yeah, that's cool, and so they're going to take her home. They take her home, Splinter stays, and they're like, they take her out of the sewers, basically, mm-hmm. and she goes, well, I'd offer you up, but all I all I have up here is, like, frozen pizza. And they literally, like, boing, right yeah. out of the pizza, right out of the, right out of this, out of the, the sewer, and he's standing on the side, mm-hmm. on the side, he's like, pizza? So I'll go up, they eat some pizza laugh and have a good time now all of a sudden the tur- these ninja mutant turtles that she had no idea existed before mm-hmm. are her best friends yeah because she was okay with it really quickly really okay with it really quickly um they party the night away they go back down to their lair at which point they find it's been raided mm-hmm. everything's broken and splinter is gone not splinter yeah he's gone so they go back to april's house and they're sad um, they hang out there and, and Raph of course gets mad at Damn. Leo and so what are we gonna do man and Leo's like well we have to wait for April to uncover stuff now why are we waiting on April to uncover stuff I'm not entirely certain <laughs> cause she needs to that's what she does that's she's her an role. investigative reporter this is back before the day when women could take care of themselves in movies yes because she is totally worthless mm-hmm. I mean totally worthless in this movie um, so she goes out, they fight a little bit. Raph goes on the roof cause he's just going to blow off steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes back <clears throat> and they're all talking and they're like, well, where's Raph? And, and you know, one of the guys is like, I think it's Leo's like, oh, he's up on the roof. He just does this sometimes chilling out. So there, so she takes him downstairs to the antique store, shows him around the antique store, at which point Raph comes falling or they come back upstairs Raph is fighting with all these Foot Clan guys on the roof because mm-hmm. they know where he is. They've, they've seen him now. And they're kicking his ass. 
and he comes down through the window, the skylight. Yeah, I remember that. And that's, that's when everybody's fighting there. That's yeah. the fight you're talking about yeah. you really liked. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really good, a really nicely set up fight scene. It was fun. Lots of action going everywhere. I remember even then and then watching it last night, wondering why when Leo uses his swords he was using- and like trips people with them, uh-huh. why didn't it cut that guy's Achilles tendon in half? <laughs> oh my God, they're just on the ground. There's blood everywhere. It's like the Kill Bill scene with the crazy 88s. Yeah. But instead, he uses them just as, like, sticks and trips people with them. He also, like, hits them a lot with a handle, I remember. Yeah, bam. Um, Michelangelo, of course, is goofing off. Donatello's uh-huh. having fun. And then the floor gives way. Yeah. They all fall through. They fight in the antique store. It catches fire. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got to get out of here. Oh, Casey Jones shows up. Yeah. And he's helping them fight. How does he know? Because he saw Raph on the roof, too. And then he saw the Foot Clan guys. So he's like, oh, I got to get over there. So is Casey Jones homeless in this? I, I think so. Because like he, he lives, was homeless. He lives in his car. Yeah. I think he is. Because I don't think he has a job. I, I, don't think I don't think beating people up with a hockey stick pays well, unless you're in the mob. Well, or you play for certain hockey teams. Yeah, or if you're Ty Domi. I mean, you got <laughs> Ty fucking Domi. <laughs> um, you got to remember, this This took place back in the day of the goon line. Yeah, <laughs> he could have. He could have been a goon. As a matter of fact, in the movie, he says he did play hockey for like a year mm-hmm. until an injury forced him to quit or something. My guess is it wasn't an injury. Yeah. I bet you he, he clubbed people with his stick. <laughs> he killed someone with his skate <laughs> in like minor league in like Dayton, Ohio or something. It was it was um it was some, you know, minor league game and, and the face off didn't go his way, so he took his skate off right there and just like <laughs> slipped the guy's neck. <laughs> yep. Um so they're all they all escape there and they take off for the farm. Raphael's really hurt. Raphael's really he hurt because he got his ass kicked. Yeah. Um they show up at the farm, and this is, in my opinion, this is the most boring 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, because Raphael, who's the, like, turtle that you care about, because yeah. he's the only one that has any kind of action to him. Yeah. He's in a bathtub. Yeah, for 20 minutes. And Leonardo's like, sorry, oh. man, I should have listened to you more. And April goes about doing her, this is where she kind of talks the story. Because she's drawing their, their picture. She's drawing them. I didn't know April O'Neil was an artist, mm-hmm. but she she is. Oh, is this like where they just have the weird voiceover narration because yes. they have to like? Yeah, because she narrates what's going on. Because it's like we don't want to spend that much time here, so we're just gonna have. <laughs> but yet they still spend twenty minutes in the farm. Yeah, but it's like, and he's with her, with him every day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And stuff. it's like, so. But here's what got me is I watched it last night. She says Raphael is, you know, or hurt, and she's drawing a picture of him in the tub. Mm-hmm. She talks about Leo and how he's you know, doing his thing. And she talks about either Michelangelo or Donatello. I can't remember which one has befriended Casey Jones and is working mm-hmm. on a truck. Yeah. But she doesn't talk about the other one <laughs> at all. He, he's just hanging, man. I don't know what the other one's doing. He's watching Jeopardy every day. So they're sitting at the farm. Oh, Raphael eventually wakes up. And the first thing he asks for is food. Because <clears throat> after I've gotten my butt kicked and been in a coma for... Two weeks. Like, want an In-N-Out burger, man. Leo's first reaction is to yell as loud as he can. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, that guy's probably concussed. <laughs> He's like, my head. And that's when, like, you really see the teeth, too, when he yells. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, everybody, they're awake. Raph's here. So everybody comes running up. Um, is this and... where they, like, fix him with turtle wax? So they go out and do more training. Uh-huh. This is like, oh, yeah, this is they... like the Rocky training scene. Montage. So they go out in the fields, they're doing training, and at one point they come back, and this is where April's wearing virtually nothing at this point. Like this tiny, tiny little dress top. Uh-huh. And Casey Jones is going to, she's like, she's cooking and she's struggling with her neck, and she's like, oh, it hurts. Casey Jones tries to rub it, her neck, she's like, no. And he tries again, she's like, no. So he grabs her shoulders and throws her in a chair, and like just starts rubbing her neck, and his hands go dangerously low down the front of her shirt. This is before the Me Too uh, yeah, move. this is much before Me Too, because nothing is as awesome as mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. and sexual assault. Yeah. So <laughs> Casey, mean, Casey Jones is, you know, very violent. Yeah. He looks like he just smells, because I remember that, Oh, too. God, yeah. I think he's got a um, smell. Homeless. Has no income, and his idea of like flirting is to go caveman and throw her. In a, and <laughs> See, it works on her. It though. does work on her. He like slams her in the chair too. Uh-huh. 
and then comes up behind her and just starts rubbing her shoulders. And she's like, oh, this feels so good. I'm going, he's assaulted you. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, you have four Ninja Turtles that you could like exactly. whistle for or something. And they literally walk in the room at this point. Yeah. And she could be like, listen, guys, this guy is yeah. – He guy literally just – yeah. He threw me on there and he's molesting me now. They'd be like, all right. But instead, they offer him Ben Gay. I mean, mm-hmm. Michelangelo comes in. They offer him Ben Gay because he's hurting his shoulder. Yeah. And he's like, ah. And somebody says a couple lines of dialogue, and then he picks up a bottle of turtle wax. He goes, ah. Yeah, okay. I remember and that And that's joke. like the joke is the turtle wax joke. Yeah. Um, at this point, they decide, you know what? It's time for us to figure out what we're doing here. Cut to Leo sitting at a tree. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's Why not? He's sitting at a tree uh, meditating. Uh-huh. Now, like in a branch? No, or? no, no, in the tree, like at the bottom of the tree. Oh, I see. I like when you said in a tree, I'm like thinking. No, that'd be cool though. He's building like a tree house. <laughs> he's got like a little Turtle, hat on. Turtles nest in trees. You didn't yeah. know that? <laughs> so so he's he's sitting there meditating. Which I've been told by people actually works. I mean, there's there's like when you do yoga, you have to do these things called intentions. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's similar in meditation. You make an intention mm-hmm. and that's something you focus on. So his intention at this point is Splinter. Mm-hmm. He's got to figure out what's happened to Splinter. And as he's sitting there, it cuts to Splinter back at this the warehouse where the kids are. And we've completely neglected the kids. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, Splinter says uh, something like, Leonardo. And he wakes up. He's like, oh, my God. And he runs back in the house. And they're and he alive. At, he's alive. He, he yells at Raphael. Raphael. <laughs> and he's like, I still got the concussion. <laughs> oh, my head. He just goes, damn. My head is still dying. Um. So let's cut to the kids for a minute. Because we've neglected them. Mm-hmm. These are just runaway kids that decide they're like, "Hey, this We're guy's got this, guy. this guy's got video games. I'm going to become a ninja yeah. now." So he steals. They're stealing from everybody, and they call it the silent crime wave because nobody sees them. I'm going, guys. These are just punk kids. Yeah, I, I mean, think they need like years of training to be a ninja. Yeah, and they're not getting it. <clears throat> and the only guy who's training them is this master Tatsu. But I never see him training any of them. No, he just kind of he kind of like. Him. He kind of like sulks and walks around. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, after they get their butt kicked in the fight at the, at April store, mm-hmm. he almost kills one of them. Yeah, I uh, know that. But you know what? All right, so this is about the same time too. Uh-huh. Know who's actually probably training them? Because all these kids have to eat, right? Yeah. So you're gonna need to have a chef. <gasps> no. Oh. Steven Seagal from Steven Under Seagal is in there. Casey Ryback, I think his name was. I bet you he is Casey Ryback. Yeah. I bet that's, you he's in here. That's who's training them. He is like cooking for them and showing them all of his moves. So now we have a theory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like this one. Yeah. I like this theory. So so Casey Ryback is training the, the ninjas. Yep. Uh, the Foot Clan, by the way, is actually a take on the hand. Yeah. From, from Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's actually just kind of an off... It's not an offshoot, but it's kind of a... Not a, it's not even a parody. It's just like a, yeah. hey, you know what? Somebody else did something cool. We're going to take it and we're going to make the foot instead of the hand. Yeah. Because um, those guys at the time thought it was so stupid how many Marvel characters had ninja clans running around. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, oh, I'm going to do that too, but they're, now they're the foot. Yeah, we have the foot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leo runs back up into the house, tells everybody Splinter's alive. They're like, yeah, we know. We, we're pretty sure he's alive. He goes, no, he is. I saw him. Mm-hmm. At which point I was like, oh, cool. It's like, you need to stop doing the drugs. And they all decide, we're going to go see him too. So they all go out and sit around a fire. Mm-hmm. And Leo's like, everybody concentrate really hard. And they do. And Splinter appears in a blue flame in front of them. Does he says, start like, dancing sexually? He does. It's yeah. Pole. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts like shaking his tail. No, I was just thinking he had the fans like from um, oh, Star yeah, like, Trek. Like Geisha? Yeah. yeah. Like Geisha things? Yeah. Um. No, so he comes out and he's like, my last words are that you have passed your final training. You know what it means to be a family and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Which if that's all the final training needs to be in Ninja is mm-hmm. to know how what a family is. Yeah. There'd be a lot more ninjas in this world. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to get stoned at a fire. True. Too, so I can't do that. Yeah. So they're like, okay, it's time to go back to the city to, f- to get him back. So they do. They, they go back to the house. And April and Casey are sitting on the front porch, snuggling, because after the sexual assault, yeah. she's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, the, and and so they both look up, and they see the four turtles just standing there, like, you know, shoulders back, arms to the side, like, it's time to go. We're going to go beat up runaway teenagers now. <laughs> exactly. So they go back, 
Uh, oh, April's been fired by this point. She's not a reporter anymore. Yeah, well, she did, like, burn down her house and leave without telling anybody. Yeah, that's true. So she goes, they all go back to the city, at which point they show up and at this, you know, 78 and a half address, which yeah, is the course. sewer grade entrance. Mm-hmm. And Casey's like, oh, this is a pretty cool place. And he's looking at the building, and they're like, <laughs> no, it's down here. Mm-hmm. We find out in a minute that Casey Jones is claustrophobic. Yes. And of course... That's why he's homeless. This is 1990. So when they say he's claustrophobic, he's like, I ain't never done other men. And you're going, whoa, so gay jokes are just fine back then. Okay. Kind of a stretch for him too because, you know... Well, it's kind of like when I watched um, Bill and Ted with my kids and they free... like. Uh, frequently use the F word for gay people, and I'm like, wow, oh, this is they did? really uncomfortable to watch now. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize they used it that often. Yeah, did they really? Yeah, at least four oh, or boy. five times, and I'm just like, ooh, because like they hug each other once. Like, I'm like, oh, that's wow. So yeah, okay, gay jokes were okay. For gay jokes kids were movies. okay in those days. Um, so they go down the sewers. Casey Jones is like, you know, I oh, and they find the. April's boss's kid is in their lair. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he knew where their lair was. Because he didn't go with the people the first time they assaulted. Well, his dad is an investigative reporter. Maybe it's just... I don't know. Something in the blood? Maybe. So they find him there, and he's like, Listen, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm not one of those you know, punk kids anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I found Splinter. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, cool. I thought you were going to say, I found God. That'd be even better. He's giving him brochures. <laughs> Would you like to meet our Lord and Savior? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he is a six-foot talking rat. I'm sure there's been weirder religions based on different stuff like that. There are There is a religion of soccer, believe it mm-hmm. or not, uh, the, 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 the religion of Maradona in, in Argentina, oh, I can see where that. there actually is a religion based around... The soccer player Maradona. Mm-hmm. They meet certain times. It, it literally qualifies all the all the classifications to be a religion. Mm-hmm. Certain meetings, a certain idol, etc., etc. Et it's like, oh, okay. So there are weird things out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's also um, there's also um, Mormons. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, golden place in the backyard, Jackson County, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, so where were we? Oh yeah. So the kid's there. He's the like, I've turned over and you leave. Yep. Casey Jones is claustrophobic, also homophobic. Mm-hmm. So he's sleeping in the truck up top, mm-hmm. which he has to roll a window down because claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. But the kid leaves in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and he's going to go talk to Splinter, but nobody knows that. So he sneaks out. But as he's sneaking out, I don't remember this kid whatsoever. You don't remember this kid at all? Not at his name all. Is, his name is Danny, but I just call him Sid. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. He's like I the thought... catalyst to it all because he's the one that tells him where April lives. Yeah, I thought it was just they go back from the farm and they go and fight. No, no. There's like a ten minute scene here. Okay. So he goes off to, to back to his place because he's going to go talk to Splinter. Mm-hmm. Well, Casey sees him. Casey follows him. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, they're gone. The turtles, um, at the same time, Tatsu and all his people are like, all right, let's go kick some turtle ass. So they're both kind of crossing paths. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sid and Casey arrive at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, Casey's not with him, but Sid, you know, Casey's following him. They go find Splinter. They're talking to Splinter. Then back, flashback to the sewers. The Foot Clan has showed up. Uh, the turtles were expecting him this time and yeah. ambushed the Foot Clan. Ooh. And now the fight's on, and it's actually a fun fight. The turtles are whooping whooping the foot all over the place. Mm-hmm. Kick them all the way out of the sewers. The fight spreads up to the street. Flashback over to the warehouse. Uh, Shredder comes in and sees uh, the rat. Mm-hmm. And, and he figures out, and now this is the second time the rat tells him his story. Yes. Oh, no, this is later. He tells me a story later at the end. Now, this Splinter was always a rat. This Splinter right? has always or, been a rat. I could Because sometimes he's a rat. Sometimes he's a human that gets turned into a rat. Right. Now, this this Splinter was always a rat. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, when he tells his story, he is a rat in his master's cage. Mm-hmm. And he's practicing ninjutsu with By his master. By watching him? Okay. Yeah. And the claymation or whatever animation they used for the awful. rat in the cage was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. I always liked the one where he was a human and then... Turned, turned into, into a rat. rat. That, look, that, that was better. That makes more sense. It really does. 
if anything makes sense. I don't Nothing know makes why. Sense, but um, this this is just a weird one because he literally is a rat doing ninja. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. So um, they they rescue Splinter, and as they're rescuing him, the 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 punk kids, not the foot, but the punk kids that haven't become yeah. foot yet, yeah, show up, led still. by Tatsu. Mm-hmm. And Tatsu is going to kick Casey Jones's ass, and he starts to, but Casey Jones fights back and and kind of whoops him up a little bit. After he gets knocked down and grabs like a golf club, this mm-hmm. is kind of unfair. Yeah. Other guy, other guy's just got fists. Didn't he yell four at one point? He does. Yeah, okay. He, he hits him in the balls. And then yells four? And then when he when he leaned over like this, he goes, four, and he smacks him in the head with the golf club, and Tetsu goes flying across the room. Mm-hmm. Pretty that, sure he just slumped over with, like, yeah, bra- brain bleeding. Probably. Um, that pretty much ends the will of the kids to fight. Mm-hmm. So they kind of help them it's- escape. It's like that um, Simpsons Halloween episode. He's got a board with a nail in it. They're like, he's got a golf club. <laughs> exactly. Let's run away. There's only 73,000 of us, but he's got a golf club. Yeah. Um, so they help Splinter and Casey Jones escape. Mm-hmm. Back at the fight, I mean, they, they fought their way all the way up onto a roof. I'm not sure why they went up on a roof, but they did. That's where the fight want, was going. They don't want to see the empty streets of New York to see them. You know? I guess. Um the turtles whoop all the Foot Clan up there, mm-hmm. and then Shredder jumps out of the sky. Okay, I don't know where he came from, but he literally just lands on the roof, mm-hmm. and you're just going, "Okay, not sure where you came from, but we'll go with this." Does he do a superhero landing? No, he just lands. Oh. You just you just like see his the lower half of his legs uh-huh. land. It was weird camera work too. Yeah, and he's wearing what you would imagine is, uh, it's like a suit. That you would imagine you would buy at a very cheap Halloween store to look like chainmail. Okay. So, you know, horrible looking suit. Mm-hmm. But he's got this, and they make quips about his shredding stuff. They're like, I bet he never has to find a can opener. Yeah, all that kind you of know, stuff. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then your typical ninja thing happens. And, I mean, you know, but you, you've seen ninja movies. How mm-hmm. many people fight the bad guy? Or anybody. It's one at a time. One always. at a time. Yeah. Always one at a time. And that's what it is. It's like, all right. And they even make a, they even make a comment about it at one point. Like, Leo goes in, gets his butt kicked. Raph goes in, gets his butt kicked. And then Donatello and Michelangelo are like, uh, and they, they Rochambeau for it. And it's like, no, there's still yeah. two of you. Just go. Go get him. Yeah. Each so one on each side. They all get their butts kicked. They huddle up. They're like, what are we doing wrong? And instead of going, well, we're attacking him. <laughs> one at a time there's four of us uh-huh. one of him they go I bet he knows where Splinter is which pisses Leo oh, and, and you know Shredder goes oh he's dead mm-hmm. that pisses Leo off so he charges in uh-huh. gets his butt kicked again. again and this time though Shredder puts the spear up to Leo's neck mm-hmm. he's like I'm gonna kill him and then Splinter shows up mm-hmm. and now is the second life story about how hey, I was the one that gave you the scars in your face because I was that rat you chopped my ear off mm-hmm Lesson one right here. If you see a rat, just kill it. Yeah. Don't chop its ear off. No. You never know when it's going to come back. It's going to come back and haunt you. Um, there's The the death of, of Shredder is anticlimactic. Yeah. Both times it is. It is. Because he gets mad now. Mm-hmm. And he just like straight charges Splinter. Mm-hmm. Who's standing on the edge of a building. Yeah. So Splinter just like casually moves slightly out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right. And uses nunchucks to wrap it around. He, he tries to give this speech about, you know, everybody dies, but for you there will be no. And he and Shredder throws a knife at him. He's like, oops, and he lets go. <laughs> he lets go of the nunchucks and Shredder falls into the garbage truck below. Mm-hmm. At which point, like we talked about. Yeah, Casey Jones. Casey like, Jones accidentally turns it on. Yeah. So he is a sexual molester, homeless guy, smells bad. Murderer. And like a very, like jigsaw-esque yeah. murderer? Yeah, he's a murderer. All right. Um, and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. The cops now show up. Yes. Casey and Raphael Raphael puts back on his, like, flasher outfit. <laughs> Capel, uh, April and Casey uh, kiss. Mm-hmm. They love each other. Cops are everywhere. People are everywhere. These two people are kissing on the street, mm-hmm. and the turtles are leaned over the top of the building, going, whoa, and they're cheering them on. I'm like... It's a good thing none of those cops or anybody looked up and <laughs> saw four turtles and a, and, a, and a rat. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, all of them would be shot dead. <laughs> so that's the other thing. The cop is interviewing like all these kids who showed up. Mm-hmm. He's like, and the kid goes, go find the warehouse on 73rd or whatever, you know what I mean? And the cop goes, all right, we've, we've done enough here. And I'm going, wait a minute. He's done wait nothing. <laughs> There's dead people. There's, there's dead people everywhere. And you didn't talk to any of those people. Yeah. So uh, there's uh, there's ninjas around, but uh, I don't think that's in our jurisdiction. <laughs> not my problem. That'd be under the FBI. <laughs> um, so the cops that scene in the movie, I mean, that goes away with them going. They, the turtles, of course, do some of their catchphrases at the top I love of the group. Radical. Is this where they say "I love being a turtle," or is that earlier? They say that earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, they're like radical, bodacious, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And Splinter goes, "I have always preferred." Kawabunga. And then, and then, then they do Kawabunga ha, and they funny. high-five and that's the end of it. Yeah, he goes, I made a funny. Yeah. Yeah. They high-five and that's the end of the movie. Yep. And my childhood. Or high three. High three. Because mm-hmm. they only have three fingers. That was the end of my childhood as well because it slowly died in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I sat there with that movie, the credits rolling, and just went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, again... To the person who requested this. I hate you now. I hate you. Fuck off. <laughs> this is the treatment you can get when you when you request movies. Yes, from us. we will uh, yell at you. We will yell at you. I you know, I don't mind doing movies, but damn when it ruins your childhood. Mm-hmm. Like the Ninja Turtles were my favorite childhood characters. Now, did you ever watch not the one that's coming out, but like the old Nickelodeon show from like five or six years ago? Did you ever watch that? I don't think so. That is really good. Was it? I watched it with Lily, and it's well-told, like, turtle stories. Like, okay. I would actually rank that number one. Above the original art cartoon that we watched when we yeah, were kids? because... It's that came out in 87, I think. This is actually good. Okay. Because you watched the original Turtles cartoon again. It's bad. No, nope, I'm not doing it. Now yeah. that I've seen this movie, I'm not going back but, to like, watch the Turtles The again. Nickelodeon one with, like, Sean Astin and... Okay. Sean Astin, I think, is Leonardo and... Seth Green is someone, and I think they're Jason Biggs was in it. Okay, for a so this while. is good then. Yeah, so I mean, like they have good okay. actors and everything like that. It's actually really good, but that's my favorite. And then I actually did you ever? There was a movie called Turtles Forever. Have you ever heard of this? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It's really good because what it is is there was another turtle show on like early two thousands, I think. Okay. And what they do is like the finale of that show is they're dimension hopping. And they go to the dimension of the 87 Turtles. What? Yeah. That's awesome. And so the movie is like the shredder from, you know, this dimension. And like it's a, it's in the 2000s, so everything's a little more edgy and gritty and everything like that. Sure. And they bring these other ones, and they're like these really goofy characters. And like the, this other wow. Turtles is like they never go out. Like they can only be seen at night and they're right. stealthy and everything. And so they go to like the Turtles world and they're just walking throughout um, New York and going, hey, how's everybody going? Everybody knows them. Wow. It's like, yeah, I guess that wouldn't make sense that just everybody knows there's giant turtles. But it's actually very enjoyable. It's called Turtles, turtles Forever. Forever. Turtles Forever, yeah. Okay. And it's the finale of the other one and yeah they just go back and get them and like michelangelo falls and like pretty much treats the other michelangelo as his pet <laughs> he's like i love this guy <laughs> that's awesome yeah so, so I, like, I like that one and then probably be the cartoon like the 87, 87 cartoon. cartoon okay and then it'd be the um movies and then it'd be the new movies okay. and then it'd be like those concert videos oh yeah <laughs> so I, I i enjoyed this movie when I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I mean, I've. This is probably a movie I've seen one of the most. It'd be up there with Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, Die Hard. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about soon. We'll talk about that soon. It's what Wait, you you and I just talked about this before the before we recorded this episode. This is a movie podcast about 1998, and we aren't doing much about yeah. 1998 right now. Yeah, right now we it's but it's the summer, so we're like, we're oh, weird this movie place came right out now. ten years. This movie came out thirty years ago, and we want to talk about these movies because we get the request. Yeah, and we got a request for turtles. Yeah, um, does this movie hold up? Oh no. hell no, <laughs> hell no. Um, the <laughs> it's just I'm sorry. Now I'm would sorry. your kid like it though? I mean, is she, it still... I, I tried to let her watch it last night, uh-huh. um, and her friend came over, and I said, hey, it's movie night. We're watching the movie, and we're also going to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. And that And still... she went outside and played. 
<laughs> okay, so yeah. Now so that's what it is. Yeah. Um, the graphics are bad. The animation mm-hmm. was bad. I mean, for its time, the animation of the turtle suits was really, really cool. Good. Yeah. But for today, it's well, bad. I mean, they'd be the ugly CG turtles now. So is it really bad? No, but it's hard to watch. Yes. Um, now, what was worse? Like Michelangelo trying to sexually assault... April O'Neil in the new one, or Casey Jones sexually assaulting Casey Jones. Oh, okay. Because it was just, it was weird. Mm -hmm. It was just weird. Because she was all nipped out and everything. Yeah. (laughs) It was just weird. (laughs) Um, So, no, this this movie doesn't hold up. But my favorite scene of this movie is kind of like yours. I love that fight scene in April O'Neil's apartment. Yeah, it was actually done well. That was a fun well done fight scene. Yeah, the choreography in that movie was actually good. Yeah. Because they knew that's what they needed. They had to have that because, because that's that's what was going to make the movie. When this came out, like I said, I just turned nine. What were yeah. you, like 10, 11? I'd been 11. Yeah. So we didn't care so much about what the story was. I didn't you, care about the it's plot. like it's Ninja Turtles, so you better have cool fight scenes. And they did that. They did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst scene of the movie is the it's farm. The farm. So it's since, worthless. Yeah, since they did the thing with like April O'Neil t- telling the story, you know, out there there's probably like another thirty minutes of this farm somewhere. There probably is. They probably cut it and was like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "What were we thinking? No one wants to see Donatello uh, cut wood." That's that's where the extra turtle is. <laughs> yeah, he actually had a whole subplot where he's just cutting wood a lot for the fires and yeah, um, doing stuff like that. He yeah. gets a girlfriend. <laughs> She's a frog that lives down by the pond. It's kind of cool. It's, yeah. it's a sweet love story. Better mm-hmm. than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the champion of the film... God. It's Raphael. Damn. It's, it's, it's Raphael. He's the, he's the passion of the film. Yes. The other turtles are goofballs, which is great for the turtles. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, Raphael is the, is the savior of the film. He is hands down the most valuable turtle. Yes. Um... But would you pay to rent this movie? No. <laughs> I didn't. I'm like, because it wasn't free anywhere and I don't have this. Like, I probably I could right. go to my parents' house and find my VHS copy of it. But So earlier on in the episode, I said you could go buy this and the other three movies for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's $5 too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am so, so sorry for this, but I'm being honest here. Um, would it do well today, though? No. I mean, there's no there's no mythos of the turtles right now, though. Yeah, you know, if, if you brought everything back the way it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd I probably mean, be okay. If they made this movie when they made the other turtles, yeah, it would probably done well because the other turtles did well. In, yeah, what was it 2014? That's yeah, 2014. Yeah, so it did well back then. So, but you have to have, I think, that cartoon and the t- merchandise and everything like that. You just can't throw out. Here's a Turtles movie. Yeah. You can't do that. No. And even though the Turtles are a comic book franchise, mm-hmm. it's not like you're throwing out Ant-Man. Yeah. It's just not. So, no. This movie, in and of itself, would not do well without the surrounding... Hype. Hype yeah, and the you... shows and everything else around it. Um, you can't recast it because they're Turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who'd you recast? Okay. Okay, so I did see Tom this... Hardy... As Michelangelo. Dressed as Bane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did see this yesterday. Uh, if you could cast any movie. Oh, is it with the Muppets? With the Muppets. I was going to talk about this. <laughs> we could do this with the Muppets and uh-huh. leave Casey Jones. Casey Jones. April O'Neil would still be a Muppet. So the yeah. sexual assault of April would O'Neil be, would be even weirder. weirder. My favorite one I saw of that was Glenn Glenn Ross. Oh, yeah. That would be good. With just Al Pacino. Yeah. With, with just Al Pacino left. Uh-huh. I think, I mean, technically, I guess, well, actually, it is you know a what? puppet these, movie, but, but these are Jim Henson's Muppets. Yeah, they these are. are Jim Henson creations, so are they technically a Muppet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could be. I think so. So maybe this is the movie mm-hmm. that was done with Muppets, but leaving a human. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Leave, leave the main guy, because that just becomes the <laughs> creepiest thing you could ever watch. <laughs> Miss Piggy is the girl. <laughs> no, just. Just like a random Muppet as the girl. Oh, just a random Muppet. I was, was going to go with Miss Piggy, but that's even more disturbing. That's, that's too far, man. I can't. I don't want to know that in the red room and everything, but I thought that would 50 be. 50 Shades a good of Grey with. What's his name? I don't know. I don't know. Grey, dude. Grey. Grey. Mr. Grey? Uh huh. Sure. We'll go with Mr. Grey. 
Um, we'll leave him as the as the, <laughs> the human. one human. Yeah. Wow, that's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. That's dis- but somewhere we somewhere we've got to put in. Um, the two guys that sat on the balcony and always heckled were their names. <laughs> oh, um, Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, we got to have them in there. They're in the red room. <laughs> That's not how you do that. <laughs> That's not what you do with a whip and a ball gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have diverged a long way from the turtles right there, but the premise is the same. Yes. Uh, and would you, like I said, would you pay the rent the movie? No, no. not really. <laughs> Honestly, just don't. Um, just keep that childhood because I've had, I've had movies that's been ruined. Um, monster squad, awful gremlins Two, terrible. Yeah. Well, I gremlin, you know, you mentioned gremlins. It was on the other night and I messaged you. I was like, was this supposed to be funny? Cause Mm -hmm. I was sitting there cracking up. Oh, it's a great movie. I seem to remember though when I first watched it when I was a kid, it being scary. scary. Yeah. It was scary. But as an adult watching it thrown back, Mm -hmm. I was just cracking up. Oh yeah. Like, um, my kid's in Boss, and mm-hmm. she was trying to figure out what monologue she was going to do, and I wanted her to do the Phoebe Cates one about, like, her dad that gets stuck in the chimney over Christmas, because <laughs> it's, like, the darkest thing ever. Oh, yeah. You don't know where this is going, and it ends with, like, yeah, this is a kid's movie, and there's a monologue in it about how her dad died on Christmas Eve because he suffocated because he got chimney. stuck in the chimney. <laughs> yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, no, don't rent this. I'm sorry. I really am. I, I still love turtles. Turtle, I do love turtles, turtles forever, man. I'm still a hero in a half shell. Mm-hmm. Turtle power. And but I'm just, just so some, sorry that we had to do this to your movie. Some things you just leave in the past. And oh. kill it if you must. Oh no, I was saying that's no, that's a different movie. Yeah. Um, I just y- you ruined my childhood, <laughs> and now you're gonna pay. <laughs> You, I, I don't know what I'm going to force these people to do to make it up to me, mm-hmm. but I'm crushed. Yeah. I'm absolutely crushed. I'm sorry. It would be like telling me, it, it would be like showing your kids Old Yeller for the first time. Yeah. I, they wouldn't make it to when the dog dies. They'd be so bored in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> That's true. They're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's just it was it was the death of my childhood to watch this movie again. That's and and actually it solidified me that I'm not going to go back and watch the the old TV show. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I really thought about. it. I was like, I should go back and watch. The, I should watch the movie, and then I'll go back and watch the TV show. And find, I watched the movie and said, no. Find Turtles Forever. I will because it's got the old cartoon and like it's the actual voices and everything. Okay, but it's like told with a better you know more current perspective. So it's pretty <laughs> well. Good. That's good then. Mm-hmm. So. Let's leave this movie as it is All right. and just leave it in the past. And if you are one of the people who hasn't watched it again in a while, don't. Just and if leave you're somebody who watches it a lot, well, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. Um, we have a few more that we're going to record here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next episodes are going to be, what, what order do we decide? Die Hard. Die Hard. Dark Knight. And then Saving Private Ryan. And then Saving Ryan. Private Ryan. So we'll have those out in the next couple weeks. Yep. Um. We're actually doing kind of an advanced recording session over the next few days, mm-hmm. since we have some vacation times coming up that are going to conflict with recording. But um, that's it for I, I can't say a fucked other thing for Ninja Turtles. I can you? No, he. You guys can't see this. He's actually like holding himself. It's, well, not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. He's just got I, himself I'm in like, like rocking in the chair. Yeah, he's rocking and just kind of got himself into a ball, and he's I he's very in the sad last night. Yeah. I just balled right over there. I balled in that corner last night because... Yeah, so it, it, it hurt him. Stomped on my puppy. Yeah, so... Anyway, uh, that's the end of this movie. Uh, Godforsaken piece of crap. I guess we should say who we are, too. Oh, I'm Steve. And I'm Ryan. We'll see you next time. Bye.